Sean and Ed, it's time for Geeksters. And welcome to episode 189, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host of a fuddled Sean. Was it me or did it sound like the, some music was going in and out? It was. Because I wasn't it was going louder anything. and going softer and louder and softer. Because I wasn't touching anything. Were you fiddling with no, a I knob? No, I was not touching any knobs. Yeah, very weird. Very, very weird. Well, so here we are, folks. Uh, again, new format, two parts, and instead of three. My one sad thing is I will never be able to go. It's time for the hat trick of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Had to put that to the back burner. But I still get to say double your pleasure, double your fun. Ah. Ah. Every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> uh, so, hi, welcome to the program. Um, you're listening to the podcast version of our weekly live show. Yeah. Uh, that you can hear on Sunday nights from 6 to about 9-ish uh, on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. It's a short Aquanet Radio and those apps. In this week's episode, we talk movies. We talk the nice guys. We talk video games. We talk new releases. <laughs> we talk about a lot of things, is what I'm saying. <laughs> that is so, like, ambiguous of what we do. Well, that's kind of the point. You don't want to give, you kind of have to bury the lead. You want to be like, okay, and this here, Sean gives a review on the nice guys. Well, I got no. I don't really don't care about the nice guy, so I, why, 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 why do I want to listen to this episode? You know, <laughs> we talk stuff. We talk stuff. We talk stuff and, and things. things. Things and stuff. <laughs> you know where you just listen, you'll hear things. <laughs> we talk, you listen. That's how it goes. You got a problem with that, you can write us at ed at wordswithgeeks.com or sean at wordswithgeeks.com. I can tell you, though, you got a problem, most of your responses are going to be like, dear so-and-so, fuck you, pay me. <laughs> If you want me to watch what I say, watch me. If you want us to talk about the things you want us to talk about, you got to pay us. <laughs> Until then, you're getting this for free, <laughs> so you're going to listen to what we want to talk about. <laughs> See where I'm going with that? But you can send the suggestions, <laughs> and we won't take money from you. <laughs> I, you know, a suggestion's one thing, Ed. Okay. Like, hey, what do you guys think about Civil War? You know, we can give our opinion. But if someone says, dude, you know what? I don't want you guys talking about Civil War anymore. Well, I'm sorry. Was that a demand? <laughs> you want a demand? That should come with a check. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and go, yeah, Bill from Austin paid us 100 bucks to not talk about Civil War. So guess what? We're not talking about Civil War this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil, if you're listening, next episode, another $100. Yeah. Or we're talking about Civil War. That's right. <laughs> if you don't want us to talk about something, pay us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we can be bought to keep our mouth shut. That's what I'm saying. Because we know snitches get stitches. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, there you have it, folks. Uh, sit back, relax, and listen to the mishmash of our words, and we'll see you at the end. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Hi, Sean. How are you? I'm fine for some reason. I don't know whoever sits in my chair. Yeah. That's the one that's on the inside of the desk. Is going fucking deaf. Because every time I put these headphones on, it's like, hi! <laughs> it's loud. Holy shit. There you go. 
All right. Are you good now? Yeah. All right. Either that, you're overly excited to be on the air for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Not particularly. Let me, I can turn it down a little bit. Is that a little bit better? Yeah, that is a little bit better, actually. There you go. How about yeah. that? All yeah. right. Stop yeah. cracking us to 11, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how's everybody? I'm good. Why was I waiting for an answer? Okay. <laughs> How was your uh, week? Um, you know, it wasn't. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I tried to watch The Force Awakens, and not that I don't want to see this movie. It's just the fact that uh, it's when I started. It's really late at night, so like as I'm like the the first time I watched, it, I got like half hour in, and I fell asleep. Right, and then you know the next night I figured, well, I'm going to continue on. I'm just going to start at that half hour mark, and then and then continue on. Like, what was the last thing I remember before I passed out? Oh, this. Okay, yeah. let me start there. Yes, or a little before it. And yeah. I, I got like another half hour, forty five minutes in, and I fell asleep again. And then so I'm like, rest of the week, I'm like, ah, screw it. I want to, I want to uh-huh. sit down, with down, watch it fully, and appreciate it. You know, just sit there and just watch it. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what? Maybe when we come over this Thursday, we'll watch it together. <laughs> so that way you can stay awake and you, you won't be so upset when that, that very sad scene comes across. <laughs> I was going to just hear this in the in the background. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we did get together this week. Uh, we, yes. What did we see? Oh, we just we had a, a, chick, a robot chicken marathon. Yeah, we just caught up on our robot chicken. Yeah, I love that show. I can't not. Not watch it. Like whenever I see it, I'm like, oh, let me go see what. Even even if it's one that I've seen like a million times, mm-hmm. I still got to see it again. Right. <clears throat> but this week's episode, for some reason, one one show in particular had Ed in stitches. Like I've never seen him laugh so hard in my entire life. <laughs> and I've been sitting next to him when we do this show. Yes. <laughs> and it was such a throwaway. It was it was it was a half. It was a funny joke. But for some reason, Ed just made it a lot funnier for some reason. Let me see if I can pull up. Uh, I wish you could because I tried to look for it myself, and I really couldn't find it. Maybe you could find it faster than I could. But I, that night, I went I went online to, start to see if I could find it because it's a newer episode, so I don't think it's hit oh, the yeah, YouTube okay. yet. Yeah, or YouTube, not the YouTube. The YouTube. <laughs> the, the YouTube. Oh, my God, you sound like you're, you're the internet. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I was I was just laughing. It's all about Adobe and and. Oh, uh, see, I am so good. You found it already? Yeah. Death to Adobe Reader Updater. Stop popping up every three days, you needy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the joke right there, but as you can tell. <laughs> let us take a moment. Catch his breath. <laughs> Let me see if I can rewind it here. <laughs> Death to Adobe Reader Updater. Stop popping up every three days, you needy bitch. <laughs> see, see, that's funny because I we at work we use Adobe Reader and I have it at home. I've you know PDFs you have to use Adobe Reader or, or, or a version of it. There is other versions, but Adobe's it's free, so everybody right. downloads it. So every three days, this post comes up of, of update of Adobe Reader, and there's really no update per se. I mean, there might be. I don't know. After a while, you stop updating because you're like, it doesn't give me anything, or it's not giving me any new you know functionality that I really need other than to read a, a document that's a PDF. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
So when I saw that, it just made me laugh because it's so true. It's like, <laughs> you needy bitch, stop, stop, stop pumping up every three days. Yeah, so we had actually had a like Ed laughed it's like a good. What you heard just now, him laughing, is maybe not maybe a tenth of how long he, la- he was laughing for. Like his was face was turning red. He was having problems breathing. I was like, I thought he was just gonna keel over right there. I'd be like. Oh my God! Like this week on a sad episode of Geeksters, Ed laughed himself to death with an Adobe Reader joke. We <laughs> get the, or get the uh, sad organ music. <laughs> oh, that was it. Was just oh, it was priceless to me. I mean, probably like one percent of the audience got that. If if that <laughs> to me, it was just hilarious. It was like, it was like today was a sad day in Geeksters history. Ed, the faithful co-host of a local podcast called Geeksters, passed away today from laughing too hard from an Adobe Reader joke. (laughs) That's right. I said an Adobe Reader joke. Then I come out. And as I I know Ed would want me to, we now plan on suing Robot Chicken. (laughs) It's what Ed would have (laughs) wanted. Get that fat robot chicken cash. Ed, I, I distinctly heard Ed as he's laughing. So up. Funk. like, oh no, what will I do without Ed? Poor Ed. Get that fat <laughs> RC money. What? Yo? Just sit there and they, Yes, Ed, he was a good friend, faithful co host. Sadly, Robot Chicken has tickled this funny pony a little too hard. He distinctly went, that is so funny. Laughed hysterically for about five minutes. Clutched his chest. Hit his head on the table. And went, get them for every penny. So, so as as we... Shuffle Ed off to his mortal coil. Let us know that Adobe Reader is a very needy bitch. <laughs> may may your afterlife be filled with constant updates that you never have to click on, Ed. Farewell, true friend and host. The nerd news will never be the same again. <laughs> it was funny to me like i said i probably like i told my wife and she laughed a little bit you know but not as you know like, I'm like it's like oh it's a cute joke yes but you're like it, you don't know it's funny because it's true right. it, it's real every day every three days i gotta hear it Bing. would you like to update yes like no <laughs> or you say yes and once you say yes it's like Three days later, would you like to update? Like, what's happened in the last three days that needs a grand update? Right. What functionality have you improved upon that I can read a document? And how shitty of programmers are they that they couldn't just go, oh, we got to fix for this. Shit, we forgot this. Update that three days later. Oh, my God, we can't forgot this. How about just, like, wait a year? And just write down a list of things that you need to do, and then once a year, maybe, update it. And then a new, a brand new Adobe Reader. <clears throat> right. Yeah. 
It's like every three days someone went, oh, crap, I forgot to add this. I forgot to make sure that there was a dot above the eyes. God damn it. You cross, that's literally where the phrase, you make sure you crossed all your T's and dotted all your eyes come from. Because every other day, that's why they're, that's why they're updating. They're going through spell check on their program and going, oh, I forgot this. Oh, I forgot that. Uh, so true. <laughs> Anything else exciting happened to you this weekend? This week? Um, you know, I I, I tried to buy a cheesesteak. Well, I actually bought a cheesesteak. I tried to buy a cheesesteak. I tried to buy a cheesesteak. Uh, here in Philly, we have a, a kind of rule of, of, of way of ordering cheesesteaks. You know, yes. you, you have to know the, the lingo. You know, when you go up, they know you're ordering a cheesesteak. It's only served. Like, there, there's stores, there's pizza places that have cheesesteaks. Yeah, like, yeah, there's a place that has like the normal menu, but then there's cheesesteak specific stores. Right, that's all they sell. Cheesesteaks and fries is pretty much, you know, on some various things, but generally cheesesteaks. Most it. people around the world have heard about the Gino, Pat Gino's rivalry because they're like right across the street, and that's where you go to get cheesesteak. But when you're a local Philadelphian, that's kind of like the touristy area. Yes. That's like the Disney World of Right, cheesesteaks. right, right. You know, when you got somebody coming in, you go, no, no, you don't want to go, like, oh, we're going to go to Pat and G- or Gino's? No, no, I'm going to take you to my place. Yes. And if, for me, it's Jim Steaks or Steve's Prince of Steaks. Right. I tend to like Jim's a little bit more than Steve's. Yeah. But you went to Steve's. I went to Steve's. Well, Steve's is close to me. I, right. I, I You know, and I and I like to, I don't like to go too far, you know, because I'm thinking, right, that, not like, like. Jim's is a bad place. It's a good place to go to to have a cheesesteak, but Steve's is near me, and it's it's just as good right, to me. Right, like, yeah. like you know, it's it's got the same kind of you're gonna get a cheesesteak. It's you know? steak, cheese, yeah, but a meat, but when whiz or or comes kind of yeah, whatever. I'm like <laughs> babbling on about this. Well, when I, when you order here in Philadelphia, it's you can go cheesesteak with or without. It's it's with or without, which means with or without fried onions. Yeah. Or it's with Wiz, W I Z for those people. Are with cheese Wiz. Now a lot of people don't know what cheese Wiz is. Like when my girl from Texas came up, she knew what cheese Wiz was only because she's had it on other things. She's like, "What do you mean? You put that on a, a sandwich?" I'm like, "Just you wait, baby." Right. You know. And then um, so it's either Wiz or American cheese. Now yeah. I know or provolone. All right. Depending, like most people get cheese whiz, like, yeah. you know, because it's... It's almost like a Philadelphia standard, really, when you get yes. a cheesesteak. My wife gets it with American, but I like it with whiz. I'm a, I'm a local guy. I'm a local yeah. Philly guy, yo. I'm, I'm, I'm a regular Philly guy. Give me cheesesteak whiz without. Yeah. You know, that means cheesesteak with whiz without onions. Yes, exactly <laughs> right. And that's how I ordered it. And so... When I went in there, because I haven't been in one of those places for so long, you tend to forget certain things. Like, there's certain windows you go to order, and that's all you're ordering. They're not, there's not, like, one order place, and then you pick it up. So if you wanted just cheesesteaks, there's a window for that. Because people just want a cheesesteak. They, right, right. they don't want extras. They just they want the cheesesteak. So they have one line for that. So I got in the long, wrong line first. You know, and I, and I you course, went into the fries and I went to the Right. Price exactly. And I'm just a little Google guy from Philly. Yeah, you know, I, I'm just local. I went in the wrong line. <laughs> <laughs> but I had these three women. It was raining. They, they weren't women. Just call them. They were they were three twenty girls. something year old ditzy broads. Right. Three girls that came in, and now I was a gentleman because I was I was going in first, and they oh, were oh, oh. they were right. Look at you, Mister Gentleman. They were right behind me, so I left. I hold the door open for them to be nice, which was a big mistake because now these three women are in front of me. 
to order. So I'm standing now, because you said, I, I went to the fries, and I'm like, whoops, went to the wrong line. Now I'm in the line for the cheesesteak, which they are. Now they're staring at this menu, and it's like, it's a cheesesteak. <laughs> right. Here, here's your, here you get, it's cheesesteak, cheesesteak hoagie, cheesesteak with double meat, cheesesteak with extra cheese. And, chicken cheesesteak. Chicken cheesesteak, buffalo chicken cheesesteak. It's pretty, like, there's no, you're not figuring out the laws of physics. Right. Not, they're not asking you what's E equal MC squared. Well, it's meat, cheese, bread. Right. Maybe it's chicken meat. Maybe it's meat meat. Now, in in the fry line, there was a menu of all these sides, and one was a pizza roll. And right. so the girl saw that, and she was like, what's a pizza roll? And, like, it's like, do you live on this planet? Like, that's like, right in my mind. Like, like, do you live here? Do you? I, like, what, what what planet are you from? I mean, like, like I can't imagine any culture that they, they don't know what a pizza roll is. I mean, I can see if you <laughs> live in another country we, and you don't have that kind of that kind of design. Where we yeah, are, you don't have a, a microwave and a little pocket piece of dough with pizza sauce and cheese inside of it. Right, like, like I understand <laughs> that. So the guy's like, he's like, are you serious? And he's like, he's like, do you ever have like, you ever Chinese food? And the guy, the girl's like, yes. She goes, do you have an egg roll? And she's like, yes. And it's like, what's well, that? But instead of whatever's in an egg roll, it's cheese and sauce. I don't get it. And I'm like, I, uh, <laughs> and then one girl goes, is there a real big difference between Wiz and American cheese? And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding. Okay. Now, now see, now I have questions. Yeah. Um, there were, you said outside that they were in their early twenties. Yeah. Were they dressed up? No. What time was this? Uh, I was like, now, what time was it, sir? <laughs> What time of the evening? It was it was sometime after six p.m. Okay, so it wasn't like you were going to because uh, Steve's, as well as some a lot of local just cheesesteak places, when they're close to a bar, they stay open later because they go, we get the drunk crowd coming in. Yeah. So this wasn't like three semi drunk girls wandering going and and what's in a cheesesteak? Because I yeah. it wasn't that no. No, it, it, was, was, it was like they were going out to eat, and then they were going to do something as as afterwards because they, the one girl did order something, and and turned around and she go and the two girls are like, oh, we're paying for yours because of your night. So I'm assuming it was her birthday. That okay, was, you know, that's my assumption. I don't know what it was that her night was. Yeah, but, I wouldn't know. see a bachelorette party starting off at Steve Steaks. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's girl, girls' night. I want meat on a roll. With extra cheese. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> they wanted meat all night long. I don't you know. know. It was where they dressed like they were. They dressed to be like, um, I'm going to say, not provocatively, but like they were like, were they, when they, if you walked in, would you go, oh, those girls are going to the club or they're going to the bar? No, no. They just, were wearing like yoga pants and, and sweat jackets and, and okay. semi nice shirts. You know, that right. was about it. You know, flip flops. is the, you We're going to go out, but we're going to be comfy. Yes. I could. I hope you brought a hair clip because I'm not holding your hair back, baby. If you, biatch. <laughs> Hashtag cheesesteak. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag girls night. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You, oh my god. Your Instagram page is blowing up, girl. Because that was the thing. I like for the last like week and a half. I've been real hankering for a real cheesesteak. Now, if you go to a pizza place. You can get a cheesesteak, but it's not a real cheesesteak. Yeah. You're not you're not getting that Philly cheesesteak. Like, you know, like right. that, that, ooh, that is a cheesesteak. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's hard to explain when you come here, go to... Oh, Wendy's. yeah, when you come to visit Geeksters, we'll take you out for cheesesteaks and show what a real cheesesteak place is. Exactly. <laughs> the, 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 you throwing that out there, Ed? All of a sudden, you got a line out the door going, yes, I'm from Sweden. 
I would like a cheesesteak <laughs> from Jim's or Steve's. Oh, I want geeks this time. Yay. You know what? If, if, somebody, if somebody finds us, one person finds us, one. I'm not saying like, there's like a party of 40 showing up. It's the worst Geeksters game. <laughs> yes. If they can find us and want a cheese day, you know what? Yeah, let's let's go get them a cheese day. All right. Just one person. But you got to be from out of out of country. Yes. It can't be like, hey, yeah, I'm from down the street. Came knocking on the door. I was like, hey, where's my fucking cheese day at? No, you got to be like, You fine. can't be a local. Right, your your second language must be English, not something else. That's exactly it. All right? <laughs> Broken English. <laughs> Broken English. All right? Yeah, I'll order the cheesesteak for you. And that's another thing, too. If you don't know how to order a cheesesteak, it's okay to hand that responsibility over to your friend. Yes. Especially if you're from out of town. Like, my girl had no idea how to order a cheesesteak because she's from Texas. And I'm mm. like, I'll take care of it. Tell me what you want. Do you want fried onions? No. Do you want... The cheese whiz, or do you want American cheese? She's like, no, I want the orange cheese whiz. I'm like, all right, well, go. Yeah, two cheesesteaks, whiz without. Yeah. And order cheese fries. You want cheese fries? Yeah, make it two. <laughs> yeah, sure, no problem. And, yeah. I, and I was like, and <clears throat> during the conversation, you know, she found, they found that she was from Texas, or her first real cheesesteak, and they're like, oh, we're going to make it extra cheesy for you. They like poured extra cheese on sauce. <laughs> I, and like right away, she was like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, they, you know, we love giving people. Like, this is what a Philadelphia cheesesteak is. <laughs> we like to give you fat. Yeah. <laughs> we like to raise your <laughs> cholesterol to 300%. But she she devoured it. Very rarely does she, she, she eats like a bird now. Because yeah. she like lost a lot of weight. So, you know, she, she eats very sporadically. But she was like... Nom. Yeah, because, I mean, people, Philadelphians... We don't eat a cheesesteak every day. Like I, no. like I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, squash that myth <laughs> right now. We you, live on cheesesteak and soft pretzels, <laughs> sold by a guy standing on a corner. That's right. you know, my girl was blown away by that. There's another little thing about Philadelphians too. Um, everyone goes, everyone knows what a soft pretzel is. Yeah, but they don't know what a Philadelphian soft pretzel is. No. like if you're listening live, Google search. If you're from out of out of the country or out from Philadelphia. Type in Philadelphia soft pretzel. They look a little different. They're more longer yeah. than heart-shaped. Everyone knows the heart-shaped pretzel right. that you get at, at venues and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, so when I told her about it, and I was like, you know, usually when I was a kid, I don't know if they still have, because I can't really seem to find those people anymore. There'd be guys standing out in the street corner in the highway going, hey, three, four dollars, three, four dollars in a bag. Yeah. And she was like, wait, you just buy food from a stranger standing on a corner? Like, and I'm like, yeah, what's the problem with that? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see a problem with this. I, I I we, used to, we used to pull up carbon dioxide <laughs> smoke, blow it through, and we used to buy a bag of, like, 10 pretzels yeah, for, like, like, two bucks. Like, I don't see the problem with that, sweetheart. And I'm like, yeah. she's like, how do you know they're not lace with anything? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's fucking Philadelphia. That's what we do. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, give me a bag. Three, four dollars. Of course, everybody once in a while, they go, where are they going to the bathroom? <clears throat> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Don't, don't ask. Don't never ask. ask. It's one of those mysteries. <laughs> yes. And she's like, but that is so fucking weird. I'm like, to you? <laughs> to us? I mean, I did it. My father did it. My father's father did it. You know, it's a thing that Philadelphians do. I don't know what to tell you. Like, but then but then she talks about down where she's at, taquitos are real, or tortillas are very big. Yeah. And there's actually, like, people who sell them on the corner. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're telling me that you buy that from a stranger that you don't know, 
but yet you have a weird time thinking about my fucking soft pretzels. And she was like, oh. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, you could see the little click go, now I get it. <laughs> and she's like, I, I, we, we have to find one of those people. <laughs> she's like, I need, I need Philadelphia pretzels sold on a corner. <laughs> Well, there used to be a guy on Grand Avenue, but he got hit by a car, so he's he's not doing it anymore. <laughs> Fuck you and your pretzels. <laughs> Probably some from out of town going, oh my God, it's a bum, let's keep going. <laughs> like, no, man, it was a pretzel guy. There's a lot of downtowns. People do still do it downtown yeah. Philly. They, they, you can run by. and Now up here, there you have the, the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory stores now. Stores, yeah. Before, like... 15 years ago, it would be like guy on the street corner going, hey, get your pretzels here. Yeah. Like you're at like, you know, at the park. <laughs> but now since they kind of popped up, they're like the. Um, well, especially the expense being like you used to get like five in a, in, a, in a bag for a buck. Yeah. You know, now you can go to the pretzel factory, get a shopping bag, like a yeah. big one for like maybe like 10 bucks. And it's like, yeah, like you need an army to feed. <laughs> yeah. Like I, when I when my girl was up, we went there. And I bought like it was five dollars, and it was like ten pretzels. Yeah. And I'm um, just like, why are you getting ten pretzels? I'm like, because it's five fucking dollars. <laughs> like, like I don't care. Why wouldn't you? Why? Yeah. Like, that's ten dollars worth of fucking goodness. You know, that's five dollars worth of goodness, sweetheart. Yeah, it's ten pretzels. Who cares? Now you know why. Now you know why Philadelphians are always so fat. Because <laughs> because we get the good deals. Because we get the good deals, we shove it full. We shove ourselves full of carbs. You know, our sugars are really bad. <laughs> between cheesesteaks mm. and between pretzels. We're like the obesity capital of, yeah. of, of, of Pennsylvania. <laughs> we we eat cheesesteaks and soft pretzels on a 24-hour basis, and we wash down water ice. <laughs> Rita's. Rita's. None of that rosy It's got to be Rita's water ice or nothing. <laughs> Fuck you and your slushies. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we don't eat them every day. That's, right, that was yeah. the problem. That's, that's his point. <laughs> and that's yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 for us a kind of like not a rare treat, but like you know, it's well, I always kind of go like when I'm in the mood, it's I got to be in the mood for one. Yeah, but it is kind of like one of those things. Like my girl's like, you mean you don't eat this every day? This is delicious. I'm like. Yeah, but if you eat, you know, it's the same thing over and over again, it gets kind of like, eh. Yeah. I mean, I love gyms, don't get me wrong. And I could eat there every day, but it gets kind of expensive. Yes. You know. They ain't cheap, they either. That's a- <laughs> right. Uh. <clears throat> like a cheesesteak whiz without cost almost 10 bucks, you know, <laughs> with a little root beer on the side. You know, it, it gets, it's like expensive. So yeah. you don't really go, hey, I think we're going to eat cheesesteaks every day for life. Woo! <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, but the thing is, though, is that if you're from, like, if you walk into those three girls, I'm should be kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, the moment they go, well, what's the difference between cheese whiz and American cheese? I would have been like, you know what the difference is? I have it written outside on the wall. Why don't you three go out and check it? And as they walk out, click lock the door behind them. <laughs> you know, they got lettuce in, where is it? Sorry, no comprende. <laughs> we don't speak airhead. <laughs> it's been like, when you learn the difference between cheese whiz and American cheese, then you're allowed back in. Or you get a note from a friend yes. that knows how to order it. <laughs> Until then, get the fuck out of my store. <laughs> Welcome to Philadelphia. Now, fuck you. Get out. 
<laughs> yeah, similarly, the city of brotherly love is, is said ironically. <laughs> yeah, it's what's so that. Yeah, it's a city of brotherly love. Because <laughs> they had. There's no way that those three twenty-something-year-olds have never had a fucking cheesesteak before. Right. I mean, if they ever did, they had him from out of town. And if the three of them just to wander into a Steve Steaks, just not knowing, they need supervision. <laughs> like I would have been like, these people are out and about right now. I don't care. Destroying something. <laughs> right now, I hope one of them is a fan con. Oh my god, I think he's talking about us. I think I remember. Wait, we weren't Steve's last night. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hashtag famous. <laughs> <laughs> Damn millennials. Uh, hashtag ditzes. Uh, oh, my God. Hashtag what's the difference between whiz and American. Uh, I mean, I, I, mean like, like, I can understand not knowing how to order from one of these places. I understand that part. Sure, you, yeah. Yeah, right. I can get that. But the difference, the, asking the difference between two cheeses, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Do you know the difference between pizza and steak? Yeah, kind of the same thing. <laughs> Both really good, just a matter of taste. Yeah. <laughs> just... <sighs> How was your week? Um, it's been interesting. I've been uh, dog sitting for a friend, mm. you know, so it, it's still going on. Um, it's fun. I mean, fun in the way of like having a whole place to myself and watching TV. I'm catching up on some just stupid shit. Yeah. Like, and people are like, well, like, what are you talking about? Well, for example, um, I was watching Star I brought Star Trek, the original series, on Blu-ray uh. with me. Because when I'm there for that long, they don't... They have a PS4, which I have... You know, I brought video games with yeah. me. But I'm not really much of a cable TV kind of watcher unless I'm DVR so I can fast forward through my show. You know, right. through their ads. Right. So when I'm ever there for like a long period of time, I usually bring something that's going to occupy a lot of my time mm-hmm. and i usually tend to overcompensate when i bring that kind of stuff mm. because i'm only there for like a week but yet i brought season one and season two of the original trill of the original star trek show mm. in the blu-ray high def with the modern you know they redid the the, the space scenes space and, scenes and right. all yeah uh season two of mission impossible you know it's like um Season one and season two of the X Files, and both seasons of Dollhouse, <laughs> and um, X Men: Days of Future Past, the Road Cut, and Forty Two. <laughs> I'm only there for a week, but that's got to be like a month worth of television, right? You know, like, <laughs> and that's not including the fact that I have a job to go to. I was saying, like, if you, you know? had no job, I can almost see that, like, yeah, just veg in front of. La 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 You know, and just wake up and go, go to the next episode. But it is like, okay, go to work, go there. Have something to eat and go, okay, what am I going to do? Because I don't really feel like playing a video game. Because I only brought, um, I brought Homefront, which I'll get to later in the mm-hmm. in the program, my review. Battlefront and Doom. Yeah, just those three. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Homefront is brand new. I'm going to probably put most of my time into that. Doom is more of a, hey, you got nothing to do. Let's go play some Doom. Because right. it, it's not a heavy, like, I got to pay attention. Right. It's like, hey, shoot demons. Woo, yeah. 
Um, and then Battlefront, because I'm like, hey, if I get really bored, I'll put in Battlefront. Yeah. But most of my time has been spent doing, you know, the Star, the Star Trek uh, season one. Mm. And I'm like watching it, and I'm like, okay, you know, and I don't know why, because like, I don't, I have it at home, and I've not been like, I'm going to watch Star Trek. Right. Because I've been watching other things, I guess. So I'm watching it. I'm, I mean, I'm appreciating it, but they put them, it's funny, when I don't remember the chronological, they put it in chronological, not chronological order, but in airtime episodes versus like whenever they did, like, here's season one, they always start off with the menagerie. Mm-hmm. The menagerie wasn't the first one, and then it goes like from menagerie to where no man's gone before. That's actually like the fourth episode. Like, the enemy within is before something else that, that everyone knows. I'm sure, like, you're nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there going, that's not how I remember it being when I was old, when I would watch it on, because I used to have them on videotape, too. Yeah. I was like, that's not how they were when I watched them. It was always a menagerie, and then where no man has gone before, and then, like, the naked time. Not the naked, it was like the fourth or fifth episode. And I'm like, I don't remember that being that early like i always expected that, like the really good ones were like later yeah you know and they, the first one that was the man trap is it the man trap i think it's the one no it's something else it's the one where mccoy's girlfriend or old love is the monster that sucks the salt out of people okay yes <laughs> we like nerd <laughs> like that, that was that was the premiere episode okay and i'm like i don't remember that ever being the premiere episode. It was, to me, it was always the menagerie. Yeah. Because it was like, hey, here's the movie, the TV movie that we made, pilot kind of thing, and then that's where it went from Christopher Pike as the captain and then Kirk as the captain. Yeah. And I'm like, where's... Well, the- I thought the menagerie was later in the in the in the series, and they kind of addressed it, the whole Captain Pike. Well, you know? well, no, what they did was they... They took that ep- they took that menagerie part and took highlights out of it for that episode where Christopher Pike is in the wheelchair with the lights. Mm-hmm. Click, click, click. And it was all boop. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> and they took the menagerie and cut it up to kind of fit that. It was like, hey, this is a story that we had that didn't star Kirk, but we have now that we have him. Let's retell that story by cutting out snippets of that original pilot. Right, right, the original pilot, yeah. But they actually did air the original pilot at one point. Yes. And it was just like, I oh, don't remember. Not, I always thought it was like, hey, here's the original plot pilot of, um, what was I calling it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Star the Trek. Menagerie. The Menagerie. And then going into the series. Yes. No, this was this was, and I'm like, oh, where, where's that? And I think it's not until season two as a special feature they give you the menagerie show. Yes. And I'm like, what? What? But either way, I'm going, well, I'm, I'm watching the original the original Star Trek. I, ugh. You know, like. <laughs> How many times did you watch it? Um, I watched probably about the first disc and a half. No, I mean like in the past. Like, like, no, uh, not many. Not oh, many. Because okay. I'm not really. Um, as a kid, I watched it because you were forced to kind of watch it because there was nothing else on TV during lunchtime when you're in uh, and, then, and there was the no, 70s. There was no DVD or there like, was no DVD VHS or, even. Yeah. yeah, it was it was Channel 29. It was a rerun around lunchtime right after Batman. Yes. Um, Batman 66. So it, but it wasn't called Batman 66 at the time. It was just called Batman. Batman, right. You know, so you got to see the certain ones in a loop. You know, I don't think I ever saw... I did eventually see all 79 of them, I think there are. 
Uh, <laughs> right now, someone there's a Star Trek going nerd going. It's seventy nine, and that's not including the menagerie, and 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 then the naked time was the one you were talking about. That's the one where they all get drunk. You know, <laughs> I was more of a Next Generation fan. Yeah, you know, like when every time a season like them came out, I religiously bought it and watched it the moment I got got it home. The original trilogy was more of a hey, well I got the I've got the you know the next generation I might as well get the original tr- the original Star Trek as well. Um, so I was watching that up until two nights ago, uh-huh. I think, where I sw- uh, yeah Friday, I swung back home and I brought all that back because I also watched I finally watched the Days of Future Past the Rogue Cut. You're right, seventy nine. Bam. All right, got. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> so I was watching. Um, I watched X Men: Days of Future Past, the Rogue Cut. Got, yeah, uh, I liked it. There's some neat little stuff in there. I was yes. like, all right, that's kind of cool. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm kind of bored with what I have. Like I, I'm like looking at it going. I don't really want to watch Star Trek anymore. And you know, before I left to go on this whole excursion of dog sitting, I, I was watching the bonus features of Skyfall. I'm like, you know what? I have that 50th anniversary collection of all the Bond movies. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna swing. I'm gonna go home, return these back to my my place, <laughs> and grab that and bring it back to the to the house. I like to change exchange these, please. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <clears throat> They're yours. I'm like, yeah. I'm just I'm just I'm just depositing these and grabbing this one. You know. <laughs> so last night I got to Goldfinger. I'm not watching the movies. I'm just watching the bonus features. <laughs> I'm planning, I'm planning on watching all the bonus features of all 22 Bond movies and never once watching any of the movies. Nice. Because the collections actually, like, they compiled. It's not just like, oh, here's Goldfinger and here's, like, they actually did, like, a half-hour documentary on the making of Goldfinger. Right. And then here's, like, another half-hour documentary on Broccoli or, you know, like, the here's the producer with his life. Cubby Broccoli. Cubby Broccoli. And there was another one, too. Uh, uh, Sulzer, what's uh, Albert <laughs> So it's like, hey, here's you know, here's these documentaries. Here's all the commercials that they ran for it. Here's you know the DB like they had like a whole DB not DB five kind of documentary on like the guy was like, well, back when that movie was released, I took the car out on tour, and this is what I did while I was here, and like there was this nice little like ten minute video of. We went to Philadelphia and we did this. We went to New York and we did that. And I'm mm-hmm. like going, this is all for a car? Because it was such a big deal. Right. The Aston Martin. Right. And yeah. then, <clears throat> you know, when they were talking, like, you know, they did Goldfinger. They talked to me. You know, they, they wanted to change Pussy Galore's name to Kitty Galore, you know, because it was naughty. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, all right. You know, I'm, I'm at the Goldfinger point. I was like, you know, it's three movies in. But I'm, you know, I was like. I'm committed, but I'm also watching it like midnight until I'm like, <sighs> and then go to bed, you know? Yeah. But I also have, the reason why I'm there is because I have two dogs and a fish to watch. I'm more worried about the fish. Yeah. I'm really hoping the fish makes it because. <laughs> She's not going to die on my watch. Not on my watch, son. Because I'm not really good with fish. I've never been good with fish. It's like. I play I was seek with him. He doesn't do anything. He just sits I there. I count the 20. He still stands there. It's not even like he hides behind his little treasure chest. Blows the bubbles up. I don't know what he does. But it's in another room. And I had to like. You know. I 
before when I wake up, the lights got to go on, lights got to go off. It's like I am this fish's god for a week. <laughs> And I gotta be honest. He's like, "What am I living in Alaska? It's been on. The lights been on for three days." He's like, "I don't like. I am everything to this fish right now." And I'm going, I'm, "I don't know if you're gonna make it." Like, <laughs> you know, I'm taking, I wouldn't bet on you. I'm taking photos and going, "Okay, I'm just gonna go around the local pet shops and hope they have another fish just like this one, just in case, you know." <laughs> just in case there's a, a funeral at sea, and by funeral at sea, I mean. <laughs> As I'm They'll eventually s- make it to the sea. Yeah. <laughs> as I'm sitting there, you know, like, but so far, knock on wood, handling it, but telling you, okay, wait, as soon as I wake up, I walk in, turn its light on. As soon as I, you know, sun starts going down, like before I left to pick you up, turn the light off, go, it's nighttime for you, click. And it's like, oh, the gods have spoken. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Here's some food. I must kill a virgin <laughs> in your name. Oh, hell, the mighty fat guy <laughs> <laughs> who is temporarily here because usually it's somebody else. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's okay. I'm a fish, so in about five seconds, I'll forget it all anyway. <laughs> oh, my God, look at the big fat guy. Thank you. Oh, my God, who's that big fat guy? <laughs> yeah. He feeds me. Where'd he go? Bloop, bloop. Oh, my God, look at the big fat guy. <laughs> So it's just this, but then there's the two dogs, Otis and Ella, and you know I love those two dogs. Mm. But when we're always kind of luckily, huh? Nothing. Oh, they're the best dogs in the world. Yes, just they're just. They great don't say dogs. nothing. They say nothing. <laughs> you know, I don't. I just give them a treat, and they're fine. They know when to shut up. They know when to talk. Those those are the kind of dogs that would help me hide a body. <laughs> well, they give them peanut butter. They don't ask questions. They just get excited. And so. So, like, lately, you know, I mean, I mean, that's kind of what we're doing, like, waking up. But the problem is, is that Ella, she's the more, she's um, a Basinji, which is, like, a kind of a skitterish height. Like, what, 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 what kind of read? Yeah. And Otis is a pit bull, and he's kind of like the, hey, what's up, man? I'm just going <laughs> to lay here and do nothing. No, wait, I love you. I'm just going to, like, pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Like, just, and no matter where I go, there he is going, what you doing? <laughs> like, well, that's a nice room. Where are you going? Go into the bathroom. What are you going to do in there? Like, <laughs> like, no matter where. And I'd be like, shut the door. And I'm like, oh, my God, I go get done. Open the door. Hey, what's up? What you do? Like, <laughs> he's always there. At least Ella's like bouncing around going, what, 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 what? You know? And so... So last night I was like I was bored. Yeah. And usually Saturday nights I do game night with you know with you know my friends you know <laughs> you and I do the show I have yeah. game night with them. <laughs> well I'm by myself in the house and I'm like you know what I'm gonna make a take a picture and I have a picture of I set up a table and I have Otis on one side Ellen on the other side a bottle of Jägermeister in the center of this table and four shot glasses. <laughs> One for me, one for Otis, one for Ella, and one for the quarters. <laughs> and, 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 and Otis is like, have, you know how hard it is? They tell you never work with dogs and children, yes. or animals and children. They're right. Because they're, they're child and animals all wrapped in one. 
Because I couldn't tell you how many times I had to get them to make sure they sit still. Yeah. And and then I start moving the glasses. One would look over and be like, hey, what's that? What's that? Was that a glass? We will do with the glass. Sit down. Who it is? Well, okay. I'll sit down. What are you doing over there? <laughs> like, sit down. And I was just bouncing around going, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? I'll sit. I'll sit. I'll sit. You got food? You got food? What? What's the rest of that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I took that, took that photo, and I was just like, "Game night!" You know. <laughs> so that's kind of what I've been doing. All are, are they good drinkers? Or are they bad drinkers? Uh, surprisingly, they're really good at quarters. <laughs> Kicking your ass? Um, it was a little tough. It was a little <laughs> rocky there. But later, you know, I, I was gonna I was gonna follow up with a photo because Otis likes getting his belly rubbed. Yeah. So every once in a while, he'll just kind of lay on his back with his legs all spread out. I was gonna take another, like, put the bottle on its side and the shot glass on its side, going, "Someone lost." You know, it was just like <laughs> I'm trying to think of a motif to do. I just the only thing that's missing is party hats. I really would have loved to have like you know party hats like celebrations and yeah. you know that's the only thing that that photo is missing. But that photo, you know, we should I'm going to make sure and post it on, on the Geeksters Facebook page because I think that photo is totally meme worthy. <laughs> like there's enough space in that photo for words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, shut up, poor dude. <laughs> Uh, so I mean that's what I you know and then like right after I took that shot I watched special features special features <laughs> on Blu-rays <laughs> and then uh, this week I went to the movies um, with dad we went to go see um, The Good Guys alright alright so I'm kind of curious to know where it landed on the top five. Oh, the top five movies here we go kids <laughs> The number five movie was the number two movie of, of uh, last week, The Jungle Book. 2016, it made $11 million over the weekend and 327.4 overall. And this was six weeks of release. That's a $175 million budget. So uh, it's doing really well. Uh, the Nice Guys was number four. It was a new release. It made $11.2 million over the weekend. And that's where it's sitting uh, because that's a new release. <laughs> okay, well, the, okay, we'll finish out the, we'll round out the rest, and I'll tell you about the new guys. Number three Last was time. also a new release. Neighbors two, Sorority Rising, it made twenty one point seven million over wow. the weekend. That's where it's sitting. Uh, number two was the number one movie of last week. Really. Captain America Civil War, it only made $33.1 million over the oh, weekend. Only 33. That's it, only a measly 33.1. What's it bringing total up to? 347.3 overall in the United States with a $250 million budget of three weeks. Um, okay, so I wonder what, I'm going to have to find out about globally. <laughs> number one movie. Well, we'll get to back that later in the show. Oh, really? And oh. the number one movie. As uh, a new release, the Angry Birds movie. I I, I am shocked. I am floored and appalled by that. a little bit. Actually, I, made thirty nine million dollars <throat> over the weekend. Okay, well, let's and it has a seventy three million dollar budget. Okay, well, first I can't. I'm not surprised. It's a kid movie, you know. Yeah. Um. So all the kids already saw Captain America. Yeah, it's been three weeks. Right? Yeah. So they've all seen it. But I'm. What I'm more shocked about is. It's an Angry Birds fucking movie. 
like this was a free app that you got for your phone. You know, yeah. it was it was you know, and it was a physics kind of thing. Like uh, they're birds and they're on a slingshot. And you go and you have to knock down shit. It was an, a no brainer. It's well, it's it's, an, it's a smart game, mm. but the idea that it took off the way it did, it became like a fucking phenomenon. Mm-hmm. To a point where it's like, hey, here's Angry Birds plushies and Angry Bird cartoon series and Angry Bird movie. And I'm like, holy shit. They made an Angry Bird board game. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, they actually made Angry Bird video games. Yes. It's like... That you sold on a console, they made money off of. Yes. Like, I got the Angry Bird Star Wars game for free when it first came out. Yeah. I can now buy it for my PS4 for like 20 bucks. That's the Angry Birds Star, Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Because they made three of them. And I'm like, they were for free online. I think they still are. If not, it's like 99 cents. Like, why are you doing... Like, holy crap. Like, it's the idea that one good idea can change your life. Mm-hmm. Because it was... Like, I remember playing the game. I remember playing Angry Birds. I'm like... All right, this is cute. It's a time killer, and everyone you know is playing it. And you're like, all right, you know, let's see if I can get three stars and do this. And, and yep, still free, still free. Oh yeah. So I mean, all, yeah. all the iterations of Baggy Birds. Yes, and they're all free. But yet, you, you know, you're gonna pay, I think twenty or thirty dollars for the them on a, for a platform, Xbox One or PlayStation or any of the PlayStation games. I'm just like, this is crazy. Uh, I mean, good for them. I just, I'm like, wow, that just, all we need is one really good idea, Ed. <laughs> Coming up, Geeksters, the video game. Geeksters, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope not. Why not? I don't think we're good for film. <laughs> we're not going to star in it. Oh, all right. Well, then, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> you know, I mean, we'll do is we'll hire people. Like, who would you want to play you in the, in our movie? Ooh, good question. Uh, get your phone out of your, Like, now you're fucking playing Angry Birds, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually looking up the, how much it costs for the PS4 version of Angry Birds. <laughs> Star Wars. I'm like, yeah, we're doing a show. Ooh, Angry Birds. <laughs> like, I'm play that now. Like, geez, no wonder why it made so much fucking money. <laughs> Sears is selling it for $24.99. Okay. What's, what's GameStop selling it for? Let's find out. Well, why don't you answer the question that I posed you while I look it up so people aren't going. <laughs> what was the question you The had? question I said was, who would you want to play you in the movie? Ah, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, by, if, if you had to go by looks. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Good, uh, <laughs> by the way, the Angry Birds trilogy for the... It's being sold pre-owned for eighteen bucks. Yes, eighteen ninety-seven. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, right, fifty bucks for the download. But anyway, uh, um, I would say Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just to go with the flow, I'm going to say me, Russell Crowe. <laughs> And the they were just starting a movie. <laughs> like I know. Did like, you just see that movie? Yes, I did. Ed. Well, how'd you think of it? I will get to that in a moment before I go. You're not seriously saying Ryan Gosling, are you? Are you just trying to get the move the show along? 
I'm just trying to move the show along. Well, why? Because you don't have a legitimate answer? I don't. I honestly don't. I've never thought about, like, who would you play in a movie? Who, who would play you in a movie? And I'm like, yeah, I got no idea. All the, all, the, all the actors I want are too old or too dead. <laughs> <laughs> too dead. Yeah, I thought I was thinking the same thing. Um, yeah, and all the ones I know to play me would be dead. John Belushi, dead. John Candy, dead. Dead. <laughs> Um, well, okay, so since you know you brought it up, uh, yes, I saw The Nice Guys. Yes. It stars Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's, it's weird. It's, uh, I enjoyed the movie. I'm okay. going to fly out and say I really enjoyed the movie. Trying to describe the movie might be a little difficult because it's a genre film set in the 70s, 1977 to be exact. Okay. And it's a noir film. Where okay. it's, you know, it's one of those movies, like, it's directed by Shane Black. Shane Black did Iron Man 3, mm-hmm. but he also had a piece of the pie of um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Okay. And he also did, I think, some of the Lethal Weapon movies. It's a Joel Silver produced movie. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's our age knows Joel Silver and Silver Productions gave us the Lethal Weapon movie, the Men in Black movie. Yeah. Right. You know, so... Um, it's along the veins of an 80, like a, I'm going to say a, a buddy cop film of the eighties set in the seventies <laughs> with a murder mystery. Okay. Starts off with, it's, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil much. It just to kind of give you an idea of what kind of movie this is. Mm-hmm. Movie starts to open up. It's in Hollywood, 1977. Little kid sneaks into his parents' bedroom, slides under his bed I was under the bed to grab a nudie magazine. And as the kid, you've probably seen it in the commercial, the kid's holding a nudie magazine, and inside the magazine is looking at it basically a naked woman. I think it's um, Mary Mounds or something like that. I, f- I forget who exactly. Um, I wish Ed would have the, ca- the cast up there so I can. I tried mi- to. I was mis- trying. Misty Mountains. Okay. Okay. I have it up there. Um, <clears throat> and he's looking at her, you know, this. His, photo of her laying laying in the you know the standard mm-hmm. I was saying. uh centerfold spread kind of you know just posed p- provocatively and then as he's looking a car flies through the house that he's standing in goes right through the house and then he runs you're like what the fuck <laughs> he runs down the he runs down looks at the car and the car is upside down it's on fire and in the exact same pose as she was in the magazine is Misty Mountains, bare-ass naked except for wearing a shirt. So she, there's a little kid like standing like, right there looking at a bare-ass naked woman, and she looks at him. She's like, how do you like my car, big boy? And then she dies. And he takes off his shirt and covers her up because, you know, he, you know. And then that's the start of the movie. Yeah. And you, you know, you're, and then Ryan Gossick plays a pretty much a scumbag kind of PI mm-hmm. who's hired to look for this girl, Amelia, that the grandmother swears is still alive. And <clears throat> Russell Crowe plays like a, a local leg breaker. He doesn't work for anybody. He just gets hired himself out as a, as a, as muscle right. for whoever's willing to pay. The two of them kind of cross paths and it's like this murder mystery noir kind of film and when I mean noir it's like they both have their own like some days are tougher than other days you right. know she walked into my house and she had legs up to her ass you know that right. kind of yeah and it's all about like they're trying to 
he's trying, Gosling is trying to find this girl. Russell Crowe gets hired to beat the shit out of Gosling to tell him to stop looking for the girl. But then Russell Crowe goes back to his place and there's two people trying to kill him because he mentioned the girl's name. So now he wants to find the girl. So he goes back to Ryan Gosling, who he just told to stop, you know, beat the shit out of him, go, don't stop looking for her to go, I want to hire you to look for this girl. Right. And, he, and, and you're like, what? But it's, 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 it's very funny. Mm. There's a moment in the movie that made me laugh really loud. Like how bad you were doing with the Adobe Reader. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm... And I think I laughed the loudest. Be, and then my dad finally realized why I was laughing and laughed even louder. There's a scene where Ryan Gosling's at a party. He plays like a, kind of like a, a drunk. And it's very slapsticky, very wordplay kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. But there's a moment where he meets it. He's at a party. He's meeting this girl, and and she's dresses like it's a, a typical 1977 party where it's in Hollywood, where there's porn stars and drugs, and mm-hmm. and he's talking to this girl who's in dressed like an Indian, you know, like total village people outfit, except she's half naked. Right. And he's like, "What are you doing here?" She's like, "Well, I'm an actress." And he's like, "I do some acting too. Shoot me, shoot me." And she does like the pow, and he does like some acting, and he's like spinning around, like, "Oh, well, he spins and f- and he falls off the balcony, <laughs> and he rolls down this hill." Okay. And like that's not the the not, yeah, yeah. but he's sitting down at this tree, kind of like he can't find his gun, so he finally finds his gun. He sits down. And what I also like about this movie too, it's the '70s, so they're smoking. Yeah. And he lights up a cigarette, and then he's using a Zippo lighter. And as he lights the lighter, you see next to him a dead body propped up against the tree. Right. And he doesn't see it at first. Right. He closes the lighter. He kind of like looks like, was that what I... And his, 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 his he didn't light his smoke because he's drunk, so he lights it again. You see the dead body again, and you're going, when is he going to notice? Finally, he looks over, and he starts doing... Uh, and the best way I can explain it, and only you're going to get this reference... Bud Costello and young um, um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. <laughs> it, exactly <laughs> that because he's trying to trying to call. I think the guys. I think um, it's Russell Crowe is uh, Jackson Healy. So he's trying to call him right because he's still in the house in the party. But he's 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 like. <laughs> he's just crying and he's like, <laughs> he, hey, <laughs> and it goes on for like 30 seconds. And I'm having harder, harder because all I can see in my head is the candle when Dracula opens up his coffin and having the candle go across the thing. And he's like, oh, check. You and right now, everyone's like, I, this, again, sorry, this ain't for you. This is for me and it. <laughs> but I guarantee you, look up Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein coffin scene, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. So I'm laughing hysterically because I'm going, oh, my God, I can't believe someone pulled this gag out of that trick bag. Yeah. I'm like, holy mackerel, that is a brilliant joke. And all of a sudden, my dad's laughing, too, but all of a sudden, he's like, Oh my, he, all of a sudden, it clicked in the head. He's like, oh, my God, it, it looks like Abbott. I'm like, exactly. And then him and I are laughing even harder. You know? He's like that. 
He actually even tried doing the whistle, whistle too. And I'm like, oh my god, this is just like to pull that that it's such an old joke, right? Out, and to be able to use it in this way and have it work because the whole audience is laughing. But I don't know if they're laughing because of how because of what it's referencing, right? And, and it was it was it was good. It wasn't like out of the water, like oh my god, it's fucking phenomenal. It's a good good movie. Mm. That's why I was like, I was kind of curious coming into the show. I'm going, I wonder where it made it on the top five, if at all, because I can see a sequel out of this. I can right. see, I can see them launching a, you know, a, a franchise. But here's my problem, and the only problem I really had with the movie, as more of a personal thing than a, a film related thing. Ryan Gosling at one point was like the sexiest man alive. Everyone wanted a piece of him for whatever reason, mm. and. He seems to be like he's not playing like the handsome hero type. Right. He the last couple of few movies I've seen him in, he plays kind of like a scumbag. He's got that porn stash going for most of the movies, mm-hmm. including this one because it's the seventies. Right. You know? It fits the the genre. Yeah. Right. You know, and Russell Crowe's in it, and I've always liked Russell Crowe, but gotta be honest. I don't know if Russell Crowe is becoming a method actor, but it looks like he put on some pounds. Yeah. You know, he does definitely look like he's getting into the Marlon Brando-esque kind of body type <laughs> in, you know, Superman. You know? <laughs> I mean, not... Or the, the Godfather? I, yeah. Or the Godfather. Like, like not for nothing, um, Russell Crowe from The Gladiator, I think this Russell Crowe ate him. <laughs> And, and now that doesn't take away from his performance. Yeah. But it definitely goes, I can't believe that's fucking Russell Crowe. Right. You know, and then there's a scene because someone I haven't seen in a movie in a long time shows up, Kim Basinger. Wow. So there's a scene with Kim Basinger and Russell Crowe together and she plays like the assistant DA and and to see the two of them because they were in LA Confidential together. Right. You know, as like a, like a love interest kind of thing. So to see the two of them on screen was like, oh, look at that. Look at Shane Black getting these two people back together again. You know, but the best, the best cameo in the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking up Kim Basinger because that, you know, it got me a peak my interest because I'm, I'm, well. Uh, what, you, what did I pick your interest at? Well, I just, I like what the last movie, because last movie I kind of remember was Eight Mile. Right, like, okay. That felt like a long time, but I know oh, was... she's been in a lot of movies since then. Right. You know. But it's it's the first time I've seen her in a long but time. The wow I... was she's in Fifty Shades Darker. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like, wait, is that what she's in now? That's what's it's in post-production, yes. So they're actually making a sequel to uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. Wow. What, <laughs> what, about, uh, what, about, what about before... Uh, the nice guys. Uh, the eleventh hour, in twenty fourteen. Uh, and then four minute mile, and it's also twenty fourteen. Grudge match in. Uh, okay, 20... but you said twenty fourteen. Yes. So she hasn't been in a movie for two years. Yes. Now. All right. I mean, I'm, look, don't get me wrong. When she's in there, she's brilliant because yes. it's Kim Basinger. But Ed, as an '80s kid, you're gonna love this cameo. And I didn't. Re- I, as soon as I saw the name pop up, I was like, "You got to be kidding me! If he's in this fucking movie." Um, 
Let's see. You know what? I'll give you an audio clue. Close your eyes. All right, I'm closing my eyes so I can't see a thing. I'm just going to babble on while you look up that uh, 80s icon, I guess, right? Some kind of an 80s or an 80s comedian? Uh, no, no, no. It's, no I, I'm going to say here. Let's see if... Uh, can you... Uh, hold Any hints at all uh, now? Well, yes. I will. It's. It's. I'm going to play you the intro music to his television show. Okay. All right. Ready? Bill Gerard. Yes. No way. Uh huh. Wow. Holy <laughs> 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 smokes. William Buck Rogers. Um, I see his name pop. And there's only one Jill Gil Gerard. Yes. Only one in the history of all I've ever like of television and movies. And I'm like, you're kidding me. They get, he's in the movie? And he's got a real small part. He plays uh, Bergen Polson, and he shows up like close to the end of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think he, he's got a mustache too. Like, again, seventies, <laughs> he's got a mustache. Right. But I'm like, holy crap, that is him. They they dust the mothballs off him, and he's he's acting. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe it's fucking Gil, Gil Gerard. I I was like, it's incredible, and he looked good. Like looked really good in in. Well, what's funny about Gil Gerard is I'm, I'm glad I, I I actually have a little anecdote story to tell you. I met Gil Gerard. Okay. I met him in in uh, Boston. Uh, I gotta be honest. I don't know if you noticed how you said that. What you said it like a Bostonian. You went Boston. Boston. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, you you gotta you gotta speak the lingo <laughs> in Boston because if you don't speak Boston, they they kind of get on you. Oh really? Yes. Was it a wicked pisser? It was a wicked pisser. It was. All right. Um. We we went to uh, Wizard World in Boston at the time uh, because the buff, most of the Buffy cast, except for the main actors, were were in there. And my wife's a big Buffy fan, so right, we, right, we right. took the tour up. While I was there, I met a few other actors that I wanted to meet. Gil Gerard was one of them in in my list. So I went up there and I met him, and it was like he had nobody, like nobody in line. Like I, uh, I had a nice long conversation with Gil. It was like, right. it was really nice. Yeah. We're on first name basis. Uh, by the uh, way, we're going to catch that. Dude, I, dude, I, <laughs> trust me. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it was, it was just so great to talk to him. And like, it was, it was so weird. So what I did was after I met him, I was wondering like, whatever happened to Gil Gerard? Whatever happened to Gil Gerard? And, bitty, bitty, bitty. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so I looked him up when I got back home to Philly. I, right. I looked him up, and apparently he gained a lot of weight because of diabetes. Uh, diabetes? Diabetes. Diabetes. And uh, I think of the medication he was taking. So he dropped out of the, out of the limelight. Like, like he was on to supposed to be doing like a lot of great things. Right. Because of his weight, he felt so self-conscious that he got out of it. That, that Aaron Gray actually helped him get on an exercise program and have him lose the weight. You know what? He looked great in this movie. Didn't look. Like he looked him. great in, when I met him years ago in in Boston. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, see. Now I at least I met Erin Gray. Met I girl. met Erin Gray too. She's, so, oh. She's still as good as <laughs> still as good as ever. <laughs> Wilma Daring. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. When I saw him, I was like, it took me a while to recognize him because he's got the porn stash going on. Cause, yeah. Again, seventies. But I was like. Oh my god, he actually looked really good, like like healthy good, and it was yes. like, wow. I I hope he kind of comes back in some way, shape, or form, and like back on TV at least, because I I kind of like, I loved Buck Rogers as a kid. Yes, 
I've 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 watched it. You know, I I bought it on DVD yeah. and watched the heck out of it. You know, it was yeah. such a great great show for me. But I mean, I'm going to say like the movie was good, and it did have there was a couple things that you didn't like. My dad, something happened in the movie. My dad's like, I didn't see that coming, and I was like, neither did I. But it kind of made sense for what happened. It was like a moment, mm. like a shocker. But then when you kind of reflect on that moment as it happens, you go. Yeah, it needs to happen for like to, to further the plot. Like, right. There wasn't, you know, but like I said, I definitely recommend it. Um, I think it's it was it's a solid movie. It's fun. It's got it's really a lot more laughs than I expected. Yeah. Uh, also, too, it's rated R, which to me, I'm obviously there's it has to do with porn and nakedness mm-hmm. and drug reference. It's the '70s, but it was it was fun. But I noticed too that. And my mic fell. <laughs> Went limp there. Went limp. I limp mic. Um, they had previews. And there seems to be a resurgence of R-rated comedies coming back. Mm-hmm. Like, which I, it's nice to see. Because everyone's so busy trying to find that, that sweet spot of PG-13. That's kind of hard. Like, we saw the Red Bands trailer for them. It was like Dave and Mike's wedding dates kind of thing. It's a Zac Efron movie mm. where they're two, like, wild, crazy guys who need to bring a date to... Uh, they both need to bring a date to a wedding. Right. And they go, and they, they're looking for nice girls. Mm. But then um, Anna Kendrick and... I forget the girl who played, like, the, the gothy girl from Parks and Recreation. She was also the voice of Grumpy Cat and that mm. really shitty... The two of them are like scumbag girls who say, "Well, we can pay, we can, we can pretend like we're nice girls, and just to get the free trip to Hawaii, kind of thing." Right, because it's a destination wedding, and right? I'm fancy, yeah. <clears throat> so like they had that, and then, you know, it was and a couple other comedies. I was like, "All right, you know what? It's nice to see R-rated funny movies coming back rather than just the PG thirteen funny movies." I was like, "I'm glad to see they're trying to bring an edge back to." It's okay to have already comedies, is what I'm trying to say, Ed. No, I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the for the final, like whatever you were supposed to say. Oh, about what? I don't know. Oh no, no, I'm just I'm, saying, like I, was, I know, I, and I, I know, I agree with you. I, I was. <laughs> that was kind of my point. That there was a lot of previews for already comedies in this one, and I yeah. appreciate that. Did I lose? Well, mind? it just didn't. It the way the way it's, it's the voice, way I segued into it, right? The way you segue and the way you say things, because there are certain oh, things like sorry. you kind of you kind of mellow a little bit. You're like a little bit more mellow than usual, and usually, like you're when you have a point, <clears throat> you kind of have a way of, of speaking that that you know. Uh, like, well, here's well, the point. Like boom, and then it, it drops. It was like da 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 da. Like I'm building. I'm building. Oh, I'm building. I'm building, building. And that's it. <laughs> I'm done building. I'm done. Done. <laughs> They're leaving you hanging for more. All right. You know, um, I, but again, I recommend the movie. I think it's fun. I mean, if you don't really want to spend the day out, wait for it. Definitely, it's definitely a, a renter. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got, really. All right. Um, what do you say we go to what's coming out in the Blu-ray and DVD? Sounds awesome. Here we go. Uh, the Finest Hours is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. That's the... Um, Chris Pine about the... Uh, Coast Guard. Ghost Art was supposed to be a true story. Okay. All uh, right. Uh, Risen is also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. That's that biblical, uh, biblical story, excuse me, of the resurrection as told through a non-believer. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Zoolander number two, the Magnum edition, is also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. Wow. That's quick. That is quick. That's kind of scary there a little bit. Uh, How to Be Single is also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. 
Okay. That was that seemed like it was just in theaters to me. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think it, it I don't think it did well. That's right. Well, yeah. Uh, and eighty. Speaking of eighties comedies, <coughs> Zapped is coming out on Blu-ray. Okay, and TV. I, I'm going to say only reason why I saw this movie is because Heather Thomas is in this flick. Yes, and it is. I was. I'm a huge Heather Thomas fan when I was a kid. Right. So her being in a movie and it was an R-rated comedy. Basically, it, the the comedy is is that Scott Bayo gets the ability to. Um, He's got telekinetic um, powers. Yes. And he uses it to kind of pull pranks and lift girls' skirts up. And it's exactly what you would do if you had those exact same powers when you were a teenage boy. That's right. Uh, All right. What else you got? Uh, 54, the director's cut is coming out on Blu ray and DVD. That was a really good movie. Have you ever seen that one? Uh, You know, I did, but I I don't remember a lot of it for some reason. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's been so long. Uh, right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Beyond the Unknown Beyond the Known Universe is coming out. Okay. I think it's the Nickelodeon show that they have going on with that. Um Oh, this one uh, this one was a kind of obscure one. It's called Devlin. It's uh, by Hannah Hannah Barbera. It's a cartoon, the complete series. It's from 1974. You you look at this and you go, yeah, it's pretty much evil Knievel. like uh, uh yeah, like it's, it's a motorcycle uh uh, 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 animated show, and there's it's. Good. Oh yeah, he looks like uh, he looks like uh, what do we call it <laughs> evil can evil. Exactly. I guess I guess I guess they they brought Anna Barbera brought it to me. He goes no, and they're like, well, instead of evil can evil, we're gonna call it Devlin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. And Doctor Who, the Underwater Man- Menace. This is, I think, the second Doctor. Okay. That uh, so it's an old series of uh, episodes that uh, is about the underwater menace, and that is all I have for uh, Blu-ray and DVD releases for movie and television. Is there any honorable mentions you'd like to add to this? Uh... Yes, actually, there are. Um, first and foremost, Manhunter, the okay. collector's edition Manhunter. Okay. Uh, this is basically anybody who's a fan of Silence of the Lambs. Uh this is back in the eighties. McMahon made this movie. It's um, Red Dragon. Okay, I the, I, I didn't think it was, I thought it was that, but then I was looking at it and I'm like, I don't think that was it. So that's why I didn't add it to the list. So. No, nope. It's it. It's um, anybody who's seen Red Dragon. Like, okay, this movie came out. I think it was eighty seven. I yeah. think. Uh, and it's got the Michael William Peter William Peterson. It's the 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 lead guy from the original NCI the CSI show mm-hmm. it's got um it's the first film version of hannibal lecter in okay. this movie yeah uh but it's played by ronnie cox not ronnie cox um uh, brian cox brian cox yes thank you he's um he plays hannibal lecter and it's he's in, only in it for really a little bit and then there's the guy it's about the tooth fairy now mm-hmm. when anthony hopkins became hannibal lecter obviously there was this whole oh my god he's so amazing so the did, you know, basically Sons of the Lambs, and they did Hannibal, which was the third book, but then they went back and did Red Dragon yeah. with Ed Norton and Anthony Hopkins. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much the same movie, except told they, they're a little bit more faithful to the book than Manhunter, mm-hmm. but Manhunter is such a, is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. There's, it's the, <clears throat> this was, this was a movie I went by myself to go see. 
I've seen, I went to the movie theaters three times by myself. Wow. And I still remember each one of those movies. First one was Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Second one was The Fly. And the third one was Manhunter. All right. You know, it's, it's the typical, <clears throat> the reason why I went to go see it is because Michael Mann is the guy who created Miami Vice. Yeah. The, the TV show. And I was a fan of the TV show. And I was getting ready to go on a cruise. And after I just got over, I just got over Mono. And it was before I was going on the cruise. I went to go see this movie. I saw that and The Fly like the same day because mm-hmm. I wanted to go see those movies before I went away on vacation. Yeah, super good movie. It's the best. Um, Michael Mann's been always known by perfectly blending music and visual styles together. Mm-hmm. He uses Inagata de Vida in this movie at the end, at the climax. And it is so good, and it's just—it's a beautiful piece of work. Mm. So that's right there is my 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 pick of the weekend. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, well, okay. To be honest, I'm a big Agent Cody Banks fan. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> I, I don't think I can do the show anymore with, with somebody who's a... Oh, my God. I, this movie is so cute and so fun. I don't know why. I have this, this little, like, oh, it's Agent Cody Banks is coming to Blu-ray. That's great. I'm like, I I remember seeing it. I'm going, I like that movie. You know, it's cute. It's funny. Ed's look, Ed, what are you looking up, Ed? I'm, I'm not. I'm just... Oh. I don't want to look at you. <laughs> No, nah, I'm, I'm doing something, but go ahead. I'm listening. I am listening to you. Yeah, I would say my, again, Agent Cody Banks is probably my second. Uh, I said, oh, no. Holy crap. Sorry. Um, forget everything I said. <laughs> everything I said up until now. The movie that I never thought I'd see the day has fucking hitting Blu-ray. I need to buy this movie. Okay. The Whoopi Boys. It's Michael O'Keefe and Paul Rodriguez. No one in the history of the world has ever heard of this movie except me and my friend Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get this fucking movie now. All right. How much is it going for? Uh, oh, right now. DVD only 10 bucks. Oh, Blu-ray 14. I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to have to get you the... I'm thinking I'm going to be ordering it tonight while we're going break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, the reason... Okay, this is... One of those things where Michael O'Keefe and Pod Rodriguez, it's it's a buddy film where Michael O'Keefe has to uh let's see if I can get if I can get a decent Here you go. Um New York New York Street peddling isn't all it's cracked up to be, which explains why Jake Bateman, Michael O'Keefe from Caddyshack, mm-hmm. and Barney Benar, Paul Rodriguez, head for the warmer climates of Palm Beach in search of quick cash, girls, and fun. Cupid's arrow strikes when Jake meets the girl of his dreams. The beautiful Olivia. Olivia is a socialite with problems of her own. If within 30 days she's unable to find a suitable husband, someone cultured and well-bred, she will lose her inheritance along with the orphanage she operates to a real estate developer and Snide Strobe. In uh, the, the Snide Strobe, played by Stephen Davies from The Razor's Edge, who just happens to be her ex-boyfriend. With pressure from both the, the still-infatuated Strobe as well as her uncle, Olivia's options are running out. Could a crash course in manners and etiquette turn Jake into a suitable husband material? Joining the ragtag bunch of potential sophisticates at a charm school run, run by one Henrietta Phelps might just be, well, the charm. 
And so begins the madcap merriment of the far, uh, farcical the Whoopi Boys. <laughs> now, here goes, that sounds stupid. It, it is totally stupid. Yes. But it is totally funny as hell. And it has, to this day, one of my favorite fucking jokes. And we talked about it on the show not too long ago. Yes. It's the Como Snyder's Dead joke. <laughs> yes. You know, where... He's like, Paul Rodriguez walks by these really upper-class, rich, snobby white people, and he goes, hey, Como's thought is dead. And the Laker goes, Perry Como's dead? <laughs> the way you laughed at that Adobe joke is the way I laugh at that joke. It is by far the funniest joke ever. All right. All right, well, okay, let's get to what's coming out in video games this week. All right. I think it's kind of a light week. Uh, we have uh, four games. So okay. I think it's I think it's a little bit meatier than most, but yeah, it is it is pretty still pretty light. Uh, Teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutants in Manhattan by Activision, and that is for the PS4, Xbox One, and PS3 and Xbox 360. Yes, you can still get on the last gen uh, uh, consoles there. Uh, it's also it's coming out on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, next we have is Overwatch Orange Origins Edition. By Blizzard Entertainment, and that is coming out for the PS4. Uh, actually, it's out already. What am I looking at? That I actually, no, it's not. It doesn't come out. It comes out Monday. Okay. And I'll, I'll explain that if you want. Uh, you want to explain it now, or you want me to keep I can going? Exp- I can explain. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 finish. You said there was only four, right? Right. Uh, Dungeons 2 by Calypso Media USA, and that is coming out for the PS4 and PC on a Tuesday. And Trip Tropico Five Pendulumit Edition Pendultimate. <laughs> Thank you. By <laughs> Calypso uh, Media USA. It's the Pendulet version. It's just a big, tall, lanky guy who's a magician going. Let me tell you what's going on. Uh, it's basically a Game of the Year edition of, the, of that version yeah. of the game. Overwatch. Overwatch was the game that the beta was played by nine point seven million people. Yes. And it was supposed to come out on the 24th. It's an online multiplayer kind of um, what they call a massive multiplayer battlefield of arena game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got like 25 characters. There's a support, you know, fiber support, one or tanks, fiber tanks. It's broken down. Well, the game is so popular that it comes out Tuesday. But what they're doing is anybody who's ever pre-ordered the game or who wants the game, they're actually starting, very rarely does this happen, they're selling it on Monday rather than Tuesday mm-hmm. to get everybody who wants to buy because you can buy it Monday and these their servers don't go really live until 7 o'clock Monday night, but they want people to kind of buy it and load it up so that way when the servers do go online, they can just get right into the action. There is not that while you're waiting for your game to load up. Right, right. Like, these guys want... And it's Blizzard. I, I support almost anything Blizzard does. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And I'm actually, I pre-ordered it. So next week, I'll have a review on it. Nice. Hopefully. I do have a review on another game called Homefront the Revolution that we'll get to when we come back. Sounds awesome. All right. Wow, you sound so phony tonight. Okay. <laughs> like, sounds awesome. Like, can we just keep the show going? Just keep just going. Keep it. Run over. We got a system here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so we'll be right back, folks. And we're back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Wasn't that interesting? Why, yes, it was. <laughs> we talked about things. We talked about stuff. We talked about things and stuff. <laughs> 
We talk about things that are related to stuff. And we talk about stuff related to things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. see? Yeah. And now you get to hear the culmination of all those things and stuff in episode two, where I give a review of a video game. We talk nerd news. We talk Marvel. We talk DC. No Star Wars talk. Yeah. We talk video games, video game news. A lot of video game news, not what's coming out, but... What's futurely coming out, or possibly yeah. coming out. Like things video game-based. Could so, this be the new genre of movies? Well, you know what? We'll talk about that a little later on. Until then, we'll talk about that in part two. Oh. And right now, if you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights from 6 to about 9. <laughs> <laughs> Aquanetradio.com. Six to what? Nine versions. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. Don't forget to get on Facebook, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And if there's something that you want Ed to talk about on this show, or not talk about, if you want us to talk about it, you know what, just send him, a, send him an email at wordswithgeeks.com. If you don't want him to talk about something, send him a check and an email to ed at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> or if you want to talk how crazy Sean is, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> and until then, we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Oh, Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo!